Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Good morning. The wind just kicked up just as I hit the red button, as it were. Um, I just wanted to get on and uh, let it be known I have not given up. I'm back at it every day. And um, uh, Thank you for checking in and uh, listening. I am uh, playing around with the editing tools. I uh, had a conversation with somebody the other day, and uh, it was long enough that I want to cut it. So I'm trying to play with the tools. I did the save and trim on my phone and it didn't seem to work. So uh, I will be getting that uh, worked out. Do some work on my uh, laptop today and maybe try and get that um, set to where uh, I can get it to you. Uh, Get that out in an episode or two. Uh, Anyway, wanted to talk a little bit about the current news topic of the day, which is the government so-called shutdown, and um, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'll break down what I think on that here in just a second. All right, so here's the breakdown on the shutdown, so-called shutdown, because it's really not shutting down most of the government and this is uh what i take away from this whole thing right now i was listening to a uh, local call-in show uh on a community radio station that i used to host a radio show on so i'm always checking them out and with local people and this conversation's been going on for years and uh, this is a call i rarely agree with on anything but he made this statement and he's absolutely right trump is in a no-lose situation on this because all the people who are being affected by this they've whittled it down you know to to the point where it's just 800,000 I mean there's a lot more uh, federal workers than that uh, so by by limiting the numbers right all those people almost all of them would have voted against Trump no matter what anyway almost every one of the people that's affected by this personally and he's now trying to put it in terms and I'm sure that that Fox uh, and the the conservative uh, talkers will kind of back him on this characterizing it as a strike and that kind of opens up in some of the more conservative folks traditional right feelings of like you know anti-union and they're striking and they're the ones causing this problem and it just kind of keeps his little base at 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 heart because that's why i say he can't lose because the people who are supporting him are already supporting him and they're the people who think we got too much government anyway so you know i delivered the paper today and uh It had a front page story about people who are being affected locally by this shutdown. And I can just hear 
people looking at that going like, well, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be making so much money anyway. And we don't need that job. They don't even know what the job is. But they just have been trained to think government is bad. And, and that's what he's tapping into. So he's got a no-lose situation here. And it, it's something that will give him the ability, I think, to keep it, what, uh, keep it flared up as we go into their new, you know, these new Democratic uh, Congress is coming in. And I don't think that uh, they have a choice about the impeachment the question. Because, you know, there's rules that allow people to bring questions to the floor. You know what I mean? And sure, Pelosi can hold something or try to negotiate with the person bringing the bill. But when you start having a whole lot of bills coming or somebody with a whole lot of signatures on it, it becomes, you know, required that you deal with it. You know, this was the problem that uh, both uh, Ryan and uh, before him, uh, Boehner had. That, you know, you, you gotta, it's a whole new, just like Trump gotta deal with different people in his party, plus he gotta deal with the Democrats. Nancy Pelosi has to deal with. The you got she got to deal with the people in her party, plus she got to deal with the Republicans, and it's just a smaller version of the same game. And and um, she's going to be in that position where she's going to have to at least make the play, you know. And that's when you get into some man. I don't know. Like I like to tell you, I'm not your expert. I'm just kind of showing, telling you what I'm thinking. It's it's uh it's very tricky right now because if they start talking about impeachment too soon, like before the report's out, and then you got to look at the substance of the report because what happened with Bill Clinton, for those who were too young to remember or have forgotten, or let me know if you disagree, but. What happened with Bill Clinton was they came in and immediately hit the ground with the impeachment. As soon as they got the report, they were like, this is it, we got him. They, they knew they had him, they, we got him, we got him, we got him. And the thing of it is, uh, people who were supporting him were already supporting him. And so it just became an issue of, okay, you got him on what now? And then it's got to be something deep or else the Senate can't do it. Even though there are a bunch of Democrats, they still got to think politically and the Senate has to deal with statewide politics. So it becomes more than just how many people in total are in favor of it. it you you got to look at that election map all over again and who's up for election and who's, who's with you. And I mean, it just becomes a whole nother thing that it is really unnecessary if, if you just wait until you got a report, an indictment, uh, Mueller has already uh, extended the, what do them people call it, the uh, grand jury another six months, which means he's not done yet. So let him finish. Let him finish. That's it. If you let him finish, then we will have something to act on. 
if there's something to act on. I mean, I think already politically you got enough to act on, but politically everything that we got, we kind of knew about. You know what I mean? We knew that Trump was doing shady deals. He still got elected under the current system that we have. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, and I say the current system that we have because I'm also concerned that people are going to rush to change things without having a considered thought about it. I hear a lot of people talk about the Electoral College, and I, I want to one of these days get some time where I can just sit down and read through the whole thing so that I can more clearly explain how the Electoral College work, works because it really does. The Electoral College is not the problem. Uh, all the Electoral College does is keep the vote. It's just another way to keep you from having like 8 million New Yorkers cancel out you know, a hundred thousand Boiseans. You know what I'm saying? Now, their vote currently gets magnified more than it should, the Boiseans, because of the Electoral College. But changes that I would make to the Electoral College, not erase the Electoral College. See, what we've got to do is stop and think about why things are done and then consider whether those were good reasons and whether you're solving, have solved, or need to adjust your, th- you know, you need to adjust, not just be so reactionary as to say, well, the Electoral College has not been in lo- line with the popular vote for the last few cycles, therefore the Electoral College is done and over with. And, and no, it's not. I think. It goes back to what I was talking about a couple days ago, which is some of the more fundamental things that we have to look at. Like a hundred years ago, when they said we'll cap the administ the this the House of Representatives at 435 members, thereby capping the Electoral College. Hello, follow me. If we had a larger House of Representatives that was a house of representatives not one guy representing over a million people if we had a larger house of representatives we'd have a larger and more diversified electoral college and that electoral college would also be subject to the same diversification and representative right like there would be more electoral votes that were free to split now when you get into the whole whether you count a state that's I believe and that's where I want to get into the whole give me some time to read it all because I believe when you get into the electoral college what we're talking about is it's a state by state issue whether or not all electoral votes go to one or if they split. That's a state-by-state issue. That's not, again, the fault of the Electoral College. What the Electoral College does is give you the tool, then it's up to you how you use the tool. Now, as a state, you know, once again, 
if you got like a state in Kansas where I'm at just this year we saw in the election or last year in the election that when a city is becomes democratic if you've got a Republican control then you can kind of manipulate things in a way you know while they move the electoral or they move the election voting site completely out of the city because the city of Dodge Kansas became democratic over the last 10 years but the county had control and the, the and it was a Republican control so they were able to move that to mitigate the the forces of the vote it's a tool how you use the tool now we have to make some considered judgments about how we're going to operate I mean and I think that's the real thing is we've got to get some some principles back in in things um, I was reading somewhere Mark Cuban tweeted at uh, uh, AOC uh, Alex Casio Cortez is that her name I, I should know it because everybody's talking about her she's the new uh, the youngest Democrat, the youngest uh, woman ever elected to Congress, the youngest person ever elected to Congress. Uh, anyway, he tweeted out something to her. She's a Democrat. He's a Republican, I guess, thinking about running for uh, president. Um, why not? Trump did it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he tweeted out that, you know, this is an opportunity to up the game and not get into tit for tats with people the way Trump does he didn't say exactly that that's how he, I think that was his intent or that's what I took from what he he exactly said um, and it becomes one of those issues where again is that not right is that not right if we can just disagree and disagree and that's it not get into your mama just disagree and not get into you hate this country and and you're evil and you probably want to put people back in slavery and you know uh you you want to enact death panels because you're trying to have health care let's get back to talking about the stuff and then see what what's what again if we had a larger house of representatives i don't think the democrats and republicans would be able to control it as strictly as they do which is why they capped it And we've been operating under their game rules for a hundred years. And that's all I got to say today, or for the moment. Hit me up. I hope somebody's listening. Michael T. Justice. I'll try to respond better because I've been bad about that.